Hello, everyone. Welcome once again uh, to Capes and Japes, the only podcast where you get two tarot decks at once. Don't call me out like this. <laughs> I didn't know they were both coming today. I only had a I only had a tracking number for one of them. Then I open the mailbox and there's two little cardboard boxes and I'm like, oh, and I open the other one. And I'm like, oh, this is also another tarot deck that I kickstarted. <laughs> Surprise! On this, the new moon. Wow. Which was technically is... yesterday, but you know. Yeah, it's fine. It's still special. Anything. Well, <laughs> yesterday as of recording, not of when you were listening to this. Oh. You could listen that's... to this whenever. Yeah, listen to this episode on a new moon, specifically. Turn it off and then come back on the next new moon. Just so that it's accurate. Yeah. Anything you tell me as we're setting up to record is simply an opportunity for me to immediately call you out for it. This is true. I need to just stop telling you things. You need to stop telling me stuff because it's always like, I'm like, I need to say something at the beginning of the episode. What's the last thing that happened? <laughs> Ryer told me a fact. <laughs> now I'm just trying and to think of like alternate facts that I could tell. Not alternate as in like <laughs> untrue, just <laughs> other facts that could have come up at the beginning of the episode. I d yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've got a nice hot cup of tea and I really hope I don't forget it. <laughs> I believe in you. Um, we are today um <laughs> uh from following an excellent suggestion from briar uh it's a three three bob three bob moon <laughs> <laughs> we talked about uh, a robert we talked about a roberto who are we going to talk about today olivia uh we are talking about uh, technically another robert uh but the one who is known the most often out of the three of these as Bobby. Uh, Bobby Drake, the Iceman. I saw Bobby uh, edit on Tumblr yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it's just inexplicable. It's presented as a completely, like, straightforward, like, ah, yes, here's, you know, Bobby Drake, X-Man. Um yes. But the first picture is, like, a an old panel of him, like, sliding down an ice pole um, in front of, like, a fractal ice texture with, like, a his face in the background. And I'm like, this is, this feels like a joke, but I can't, <laughs> but nowhere in the post does it, does it indicate that you are joking. I did I did put it in the meme channel in our Discord. Um I should fully just reblog it to our Tumblr. I did see it. I was perplexed by much of it. The real fun part was um it was shared with me during a Dungeons and Dragons game by a person who does not know anything about uh Bobby Drake. <laughs> And she was like, this is a wild first introduction to this man. It's a lot, uh, a lot to observe. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, maybe this episode can shed some more light on Bobby than a very bewildering Tumblr edit. Um, so, uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby Iceman Drake, uh, it is just Iceman, not- I know I said the Iceman earlier, it is just Iceman. Iceman. Bobby Iceman. Um, yeah, Bobby Iceman, uh, is one of the original, uh, five X-Men, uh, as created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, um, which I think, probably if you are not- aware of like the x-men publication history um it is a little it was surprising to me when i first uh found out the original x-men lineup is uh uh scott summers gene gray uh beast angel 
and Iceman. Uh, so n- a lot of the more, like, currently iconic X-Men, uh, Wolverine, obviously, the, the most obvious example, but, like, also Storm, Rogue, Gambit, Kitty, uh, a lot of them, uh, were actually introduced later, uh, in, like, 19, like, the 1970s, uh, and this initial team was just these five, and also Professor X was there, um, and also they were all teens, um, and it did not do as well, uh, as some of, like, Stanley and Jack Kirby's other works, which is also surprising, um, given the current X-Men popularity, uh, but it ended up, Chris Claremont is the writer who added a lot of, like, the characters that today are more recognizable and kind of, like, revived it, but the point is, in 1963, uh, Bobby Drake was one of the founding members of the X-Men. Um, he has, uh, a pretty standard, like, mutant backstory. Uh, he was born in New York, New York, uh, to parents who are, his dad is pretty racist. Uh, his mom, I think, is maybe less racist, but they focus way more on his relationship with his dad, um, because comics are written by men. Um, of course. Yeah. Uh, but he is, uh, on a date with a girl, uh, in, like, he's, like, a freshman in high school, um, a bully shows up and starts hassling his date, um, he gets upset and stands up for her and ends up, like, uh, and freezing the bully's hand in ice, uh, and then everyone in town gets really upset about this and calls him a freak and, you know, forms an angry mob like they do every time anyone has mutant powers anywhere in the world. At this point, you'd think they would get used to it. (laughs) At this point, they'd be like, oh, Beans, oh, a teen was getting harassed and he developed mutant powers. Maybe we shouldn't harass teens. Maybe that's where we should start. Um, I mean, yeah, nobody should be harassing anybody. That's that's the ideal. That's the ideal. Teach your teens not to harass other teens. Because they shouldn't, but also they might be mutants, and then it's a whole thing. Um, he, uh, so he's uh, arrested in, like, the local jail... Um, what, for accidentally <laughs> freezing a man's hand? I think I think it's more of a, like, okay, we're gonna put you in a holding cell while we figure this out because a mob wants to kill you. Um, but, uh, Scott Summers busts him out. <laughs> Scott Summers blows the wall off the prison. It's like, Scott- Did they know each other? <laughs> no, he just heard- He heard about this. He heard about another teen mutant, and he explodes the wall of the prison and goes like, hey, come join the X-Men. And Bobby's like, uh, okay. (laughs) At first, Bobby's like, no, who are you? And then, uh, obviously, because it's comics, some, like, you know, other mutants show up, and, like, Cyclops fights them, and then, like, Professor X shows up, and then Professor X actually talks to Bobby's parents. Which is, like, I feel like they should have started with that instead of just having Scott go explode the prison. Um. Or at least go talk to Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I can break Uh, you out of prison. What? Yeah, no, I'm a mutant. Um, I have mutant powers. I can, like, leave here, come back in 20 minutes, and break you out if you want. (laughs) Do you want to join the X-Men? You have, like, you have time to think about it. Yeah, it's a team we just made up. Uh, he's actually, he's the, uh, the first person recruited to the X-Men after, uh, Scott. Um, 
and then the other three join shortly. Um, they're all teens, but, like, Bobby is the youngest teen, um, and is, like, somewhat insecure about it, uh, which is, is part of his, you know, sort of early character arc. Uh, he has, when he's, like, first introduced, he, like, uh, has, like, a, a, like, a, a snow buildup all over his body when he uses his powers. Um, and then later they change it so, uh, it's, he gets, like, ice armor, so it, like, looks a little bit cooler. Um, and, uh, he, I mean, clearly, thankfully this is a, like, pretty self ex well, no, it gets, like, they add more complicated <laughs> stuff later, obviously. But j he makes ice. He can, you know, use like, Frozone from Incredibles, he can use water in the air and freeze it into ice and use that to, uh, build, you know, uh, structures or weapons or, you know... Shaved ice. Shaved ice. Uh, make things really slippery. He's a hit <laughs> on really hot summer days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bobby, make me a snow cone. Uh, and he's, uh, immune to cold damage, obviously, because otherwise... What would, would not be the be point? Very useful powers. <laughs> uh, so he's a, uh, member of the founding team of the X-Men, uh, goes on, you know, a ton of adventures with them. Uh, he briefly, uh dates uh polaris i think um they have he has a, a lot of uh very brief relationships which we will get to <laughs> <laughs> uh we're gonna we have some unpacking to do uh it's but uh he um after uh the uh him and a bunch of other X-Men are captured by Krakoa, the sentient X-Men Island. Love it. Um, love it. Uh, the, uh, uh, a bunch of other mutants form a new team of X-Men, uh, and when they rescue, uh, Bobby and the others, um, Bobby ends up leaving the team for a little bit, um, and he I mean, if is... I had been, like, kidnapped by an island, I would also take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go chill out for a while. He, uh, he joins the Champions, the first incarnation of the Champions, um, which had, like, sort of a weird mishmash of characters, and didn't sell super great. Um, unlike the current champions, which is specifically like a teen superhero team, it was just like kind of, just kind of guys from all over. Um, and he, uh, joins the champions. Uh, it doesn't last very long because the comic doesn't sell very well. So the team ends up sort of disbanding. Uh, he goes to college. Um, good. He goes to college to learn accounting, uh, because he's a big nerd. And you have to have marketable skills. Do you think it pays to be an X-Man? No. It, it doesn't. It's, you, listen, you have to have a way to make, make a way for yourself. You have to get money to, for the lawyer for the inevitable lawsuits of property damage. <laughs> you think Professor X is going to take care of that stuff for you? No. You're on your own. He, uh, also is on the, uh, Defenders for a little while. Another team that's had a bunch of sort of different, like, iterations that are very frequently kind of weird combinations of characters. Um, and then ends up leaving that going back to being, uh, an accountant. I thought you were gonna say an X-Man. 
No, he goes back to be just an accountant. He's he's just an accountant. Not for long. He does obviously go back to being an X-Man like very shortly after this. Um, but he does he is an accountant for a little bit, I I guess. Good for him. Um he uh rejoins the X-Men when uh the original team along with some others uh form X Factor. Uh and he uh during this um gets captured by Loki, um, who is trying to <laughs> tap into Bobby's powers to make uh the frost giants more powerful. Um which I <laughs> I do, I just, I just want to know his thought process of, like, well, this guy controls ice, these guys are ice-themed, I just put them together. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it works. Um, so he, uh, doing this, trying to, like, uh, he, I mean, Thor rescues him from Loki, but, like, Loki trying to sort of, like, enhance and tap into his powers uh, mean his powers start going, uh, haywire for a little bit, and he, uh, gets this, like, sort of device that helps him control them a little bit, and as he practices with it, he, uh, finds out that he can do way more with ice than he could before, um, like, being able to, you know, uh, encase very large structures in ice, uh, and just, like, uh, generally just more ice, just increased ice. Um, so he figures this out. He's like, okay, I, my powers are improved. Um, that's probably as much as they're going to improve. I don't need this, uh, power inhibitor belt anymore. And Uh I am all set with my amount of ice. Um, he starts, um, dating, uh, a woman named, uh, uh, Opal Tanaka, um, who is not a mutant. She's just a, a, a girl. Um. A human woman. Yeah. Uh, she does, she has, like, some, like... She has, like, relatives in the Yakuza, but, like, that's, uh, that's, that's the extent of her, you know, (laughs) her weird backstory. Um, and when he introduces Opal to his parents, um, his dad says a bunch of racist stuff, (laughs) uh, and they end up, uh, breaking up because it causes some strain on their relationship. Uh, and also Bobby is very busy with, you know, X-Men stuff. Anyways, um, he, uh, so after this, he, um, Emma Frost, uh, is in a coma after a sentinel attack. Classic, classic, uh, job risks of being an X-Men. Um, <laughs> classic Emma. Classic Emma, you know. Um, and, uh, her, like, her sort of school was attacked by Sentinels. Um, and Bobby goes to check on her. Um, and Emma, uh, is able to, uh... Possess him? Possess him, yes. Um, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Emma takes over his body, um, is very upset and disoriented from t- being in a coma and being attacked by sentinels and a bunch of her students getting killed. Um, so she, uh, just sort of jumps into his body. Um, and when she does, she is able to do a ton of stuff with Bobby's powers that he did not even think was possible. Like, <laughs> freezing, like, entire bodies of water, like, you know, 
traveling at crazy speeds, like just like doing all this stuff. <laughs> just <laughs> Emma off the string. What will she do? Um, chaos. Chaos. Always. A hundred percent. She, uh, yeah, she's like able to like convert like Bobby's like form molecularly into like liquid or gas and like holy water shit that's like inside people um emma. emma yeah um bobby's like wow i didn't know i could do that because i never tried because i never tried because that's messed up emma she's like well i hate knowing that i could do it emma well now now he does uh and uh she goes on a little bit of a rampage uh eventually leaves uh leaves bobby's body um and bobby's like hey how uh how did you do that <laughs> <laughs> um and she uh starts like she helps him learn like a little bit um sort of like trains with him and then uh She's like, okay, well, uh, the rest of this you will have to figure out on your own. Um, and he gets um, t- sort of uh, sort of upset about it, but realizes that she's right. He is able to, uh, he figures this out shortly before things with Emma, but like kind of uh, hones it after he talks to her. Um, he realizes that he can turn his body into ice rather than just kind of like sheathing himself in ice uh and then at one point at one point he gets like his while he's in ice form his like chest gets like shattered uh during a fight and he's like emma what do i do and she's like you just gotta you just gotta figure it out Um, put it back in put it back in and he's like i don't i i think i'm gonna die and she's like i don't know figure it out um (laughs) she's like here will this help and then she like shows him like a bunch of telepathic projections of like his own insecurities and he's like no (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know ever helped anyone She just keeps trying it. One of these days, someone will be like, thank you, Emma. Thank you for doing that for me. Emma, never be a therapist. (laughs) She's a teacher. That's, like, almost as bad. Yeah. Um, Emma, I can't figure out this math problem. Hey, will this help? (laughs) Will this help? Look out. It's coming. Uh... But he does obviously he uh figures out how to how to transform back without uh dying. Um and Emma's like, wow, another great job from me. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh he uh this happens again. They just love to give Bobby chest wounds while he's in ice form. Um <laughs> How is he ever gonna figure out this chest wound? Damn. Um this this one, this new one, um he uh doesn't quite figure out because when he turns back it's like parts of him are like still made of ice. Okay. Um who ha huh. I was so scared for a second that it's like, oh yeah, that chunk of ice over there, that was a lung. <laughs> That was the, that was the important chunk. He as turns, it turns back. Out. He turns back, and now there's just a lung on the floor. Uh, ah, fuck. Uh, if I turn back to um, ice, will it go back in? Uh and um, he also starts uh starts like getting sort of uh aggro with the other X Men, which is like very unusual for him. Um, Bobby, no. Bobby, no! Uh, and they figure out that this it's, like, for some reason, it's happening because he's, uh, getting a secondary mutation. Um. A what? Which, which is X-Men writer speak for sometimes you want characters to just do new stuff, so you just say, oh, it's a secondary mutation. 
Um, and this one apparently had the side effect of he was sort of, he was a rude, crude dude with a bad attitude for a little bit. Terrible. <laughs> um, he ends up, he uh, gets more powerful as a result of this, but he's also stuck in his ice form for a little bit. Um, and kind of stressed about it, uh, because he's like, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to be made of ice all the time. <laughs> I miss being, you know, a flesh man. Um, it's really hard to be an accountant. <laughs> it's really hard. Listen, nobody wants to trust a man made of ice with their money. Um, I don't know why, but they just think it's weird. Uh, but he, uh, he is able, I think, after this to, like, uh, tap into some of the stuff, like, Emma did, where he can, like, change his body to, like, uh, liquid or gas, but it takes a lot of effort. Um, and he, uh, can also, he can do the thing where he freezes the water inside people's body, but he does, he doesn't, generally, because it's whack, Emma. Uh... God, he also, he has, like, um, he has this sort of kind of relationship with a, um, a woman named Annie, who's, like, the, uh, the X-Men school nurse, um, who is, like, Havoc's ex, um, and then Havoc is getting married to Polaris, um, and... Annie sort of, like, turns to Bobby, and they start sort of- they, like, kiss once, basically. <laughs> hey, and Bobby, then, wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> wouldn't it be so funny? And then Havoc leaves Lorna at the altar, which is, like, a, a freaking disease that X-Men have. Um, and then Annie- <laughs> Annie finds out that Havoc left Lorna, and she's like, oh, bye, Bobby. I'm actually, I'm actually gonna go be with Havoc. Um, so, uh... X-Men, terrible. X soap opera. <laughs> just a terrible, terrible soap opera, and also everyone can, like, <laughs> freaking destroy cities. They're just a mess. Uh, do-do-do-do-do. Um, some other stuff happens, some other stuff happens. Um... He, uh, continues, uh, obviously doing stuff with, uh, the X-Men. He gets into, like, this, like, feud with the Human Torch, um, because of, like, one time when he was, like, they were both teens, um, and the Human Torch, like, left the Fantastic Four for a little bit and Bobby was like having a fight with the X-Men and left the X-Men and then helped the Fantastic Four out um and now they're like oh he's like an honorary Fantastic Four member and Johnny's like no he's not stop <laughs> that saying didn't count that. <laughs> um you're supposed to be my family yeah uh but they so throughout like the various crossover events of uh the 2000s of which there are many and the x-men are always doing something um bobby is you know pretty much uh consistently hanging around with the x-men uh just chilling helping them out yeah he uh you know helps uh uh wolverine teach new students at his uh Jean Grey School for Higher Learning, uh, he, you know, sort of, like, bonds with young mutants as being like, ah, oh, yes, I remember when I was a teen and the and youngest member of the X-Men. And Cyclops broke me out of jail. And Cyclops broke me out of prison. It was, uh, totally whack. Um, and then, okay, we're gonna get into it. <laughs> Are we getting into the time travel stuff? We're getting into the time travel stuff. So, the rumor come out, does Bobby Drake is gay? Does Bobby Drake is gay? 
So <laughs> the answer may surprise you. The answer may surprise you. So there had been consistent, I wouldn't even necessarily call it on the level of speculation, but a lot of like fan theorizing and like headcanoning. Um, gay people seeing themselves in a character. <laughs> yes, gay people seeing themselves in the character. Um, uh, people looking and perceiving and seeing Bobby as gay. Uh, a lot of which was the sort of, uh, lack of, like, a consistent romantic relationship with a woman, um, despite, uh, many, many attempts. Uh, there's, uh, a lot of it, uh, actually came from a story uh written by unfortunately enemy of the show scott labdell but uh it was like following um the thing that happened with uh opal um bobby like sort of like out of the blue asks rogue to come with him and like have dinner with his parents um, because, like, he's, like, hoping that, like, Rogue will be someone that they approve of. Um, and it's, like, him talking a lot about, you know, his dad and his, like, relationship to his dad and how he, like, always wanted his dad's approval, but, like, they didn't really see eye to eye. Um, and a lot of stuff that reads, like, very much as... Just queer-coded stuff. Yeah. Um, like, this, like, like, why is he, why is he bringing Rogue to have dinner with his parents if it's not like, look, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> See, don't worry about it. It's fine. Like, this, it's a very emotional conversation that boils down to, Rogue, will you be a beard for me? <laughs> yeah. Um. Please meet my parents so I can pretend that I have a girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, it still doesn't go well with his parents. Like, they're not happy that, like, Rogue is also a mutant. They want Bobby to be, like, normal. Um, he, He's an accountant. You know. That's as normal as it can get. <laughs> He's an X-Men accountant. He's doing his best. Um, Bobby ends up just, you know, storming out. Um, Rogue, you know gets, like, a, a very good last word in with his dad, um, and then also leaves. Uh, but this, uh, this was a story that really kind of, like, stuck with people. Um, and then also at one point, like, like, people have also, like, called attention to his sort of, like, inability to, like, hold on to or commit to, like, relationships with women even when he like says he's interested uh and so this like obviously this wasn't like a universal thing um but there was a you know a decent enough amount of fan theorizing um that brian michael bendis uh was aware of it which is partly what led to uh, 2015, there's this whole thing going on where, uh, Cyclops is going out of control because he has kind of Phoenix <laughs> powers, um, and, uh, Hank travels back in time and recruits the original five X-Men to stop Cyclops, um, and then the the five teen X-Men all stay in the present. Uh, which is confusing, which creates a lot of confusion a lot of the time with all of them. But one of the significant things that happens is in one of uh these stories about the teen X-Men, uh Jean pulls Bobby aside and is like Hey, why do you keep, like, uh, saying all that stuff about how, uh, girls are hot? And Bobby's like, what are you talking about? And, uh, Jean's like... <laughs> Sweats, well, pulls on <laughs> collar. <laughs> Jean's like, well, you're gay. Uh, and Bobby's like, what? And Jean's like, I can read your thoughts. 
and you're gay. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> uh, so... Come on, Jean, let me get to that in my own time. <laughs> let me get to that in my own time. Um, this is not, hey, listen, if any of you have telepathic powers and you uh, discover that your friend is having a uh, gay thought, but like <laughs> is not commenting on them, you should let them deal with that in their own time. <laughs> um, Maybe if you also have gay thoughts, just share some of your gay thoughts with them. See yes. But this is like Wow, like Bobby, you people... ever think about how pretty boys are? Wow. <laughs> anyway. Wow, incredible. Um I've like I've seen some people talk about this. I do think it's like unfortunate that like a major gay character was like <laughs> outed by somebody else. But I simply like, outed by a telepath. <laughs> by a telepath. But I think in context, like it's sort of supposed to be like, well, Jean is also a teen and, like, doesn't necessarily have a full grip on her powers or, like, you know, a developed idea of the appropriate way to deal with this. Because <laughs> she's a Bobby teenage aside. girl. Hey, Bobby, you gay? You gay? Hey, you gay? Hey, hey, Bobby, are you, you know, ha- hand, hand, hand motion? Hey, Bobby? <laughs> Bobby? <laughs> you, Jean, you know. I don't know what that means. We are both literally from the past. <laughs> <laughs> that has not been invented yet. She's like, I know, I've just been reading it in people's minds. I've been absorbing a lot of memes while we're in the present. Um, <laughs> I know so many memes now, Bobby. You have no idea. <laughs> I am at least like 50% meme at this point, <laughs> and it's only going higher. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Teen Bobby, uh, has sort of reckons with this, and then is like, wait, my, like, but the adult version of me isn't out as gay. Um, and go talks, goes and talks to adult Bobby, and is like, hey, we're- <laughs> Bobby, are we're we gay? gay. <laughs> hey, bo- hey, me. Hey, uh, hey, adult me, are we gay? <laughs> Hey, Jean just told um, me I was gay, and I wanted to check in with you. <laughs> I wanted to check in with you. I'm having a really weird day over here. Is um, she right? Uh, well, young Bobby, look deep in your heart. What's the answer? There's a little door um, that you've just been shoving everything into. Just open it up and spend some time <laughs> with that. Just me, uh, however, as an adult, I'm just gonna keep shoving things into that little door. I'm, I'm, I've spent too long being not ready, but you, you're young, you're full of life. <laughs> that door can hold so much more stuff behind it still. Open the door, Bobby. <laughs> Do it for both of us. Mine will Do remain for... firmly closed, but you go for it. You're a teen. <laughs> Teens are into that now, right? Teens love just just going for it. Um, what's what's the phrase? Yeet. <laughs> old old Bobby, stop, 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 please. <laughs> um. Anyways, so when Teen Bobby shares this information with Adult Bobby, uh, Adult Bobby realizes that he has uh known this about himself. Uh, for a long time and has been, uh, avoiding it, uh, because it's a lot to confront, especially when his, uh, parents are very conservative, um, and also he would have to deal with, uh, the stigma of being gay and the stigma of being a mutant. (laughs) An allegory for being gay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it just depends on uh, how we're feeling that day. Uh, they make it an allegory for a lot of things. <laughs> um, but he uh is like, yeah, wow, I uh I am gay. Um, and he uh leaves the X Men for a little bit. Uh, has a uh sort of deals like uh tries to figure out how uh to tell his parents uh 
which goes pretty badly the first time. I bet. Um, goes pretty badly, and then, like, gradually they, uh, they begin to, uh, reconcile. Um, so, his dad who got mad at him for not being normal. <laughs> his racist dad who just wants his son to be as normal as possible. Uh, yeah, surprisingly. I guess. Uh, he, uh, he has a few, um, he has a few, he, they keep sort of throwing him at different, like, uh, other Mlem X-Men. Um, he, like, go, he, like, talks to Richter at one point, and Richter has, like, just recently broken up with Shatterstar, I think, and Richter's like, hey, heard you're gay. <laughs> I'm around if you ever want to, I don't know, do anything. And Bobby's like, okay, you seem to be not in a great place right now, though. <laughs> um, he, like, has, like, um, he, like, has, like, a bunch of run-ins with, with Dakin, um, which is, uh, fun. Um, but, uh, it is, you know, a pretty big deal. Uh, both in canon and also, uh, in, you know, the, the, the real world where people are talking about comic books. Um, and obviously there are a lot of different takes on how it was handled. Um, but it, it first, it is a big deal. Like, uh, Bobby's, you know, he's not, like, the, like, most iconic X-Man, but he's, like, one of the first X-Men, and he's, like, been around since 1963, and yeah. he's pretty well known. Uh, and if, if you asked somebody to name X-Men, he's l- likely to come up. He probably most people would probably know him. Like they might not know a lot about him, but like no, they but would be, know that there is there, an Ice Man. Yeah, there's 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 an Ice Man. Uh, he turned. He has ice powers. Uh, there's a fire guy who has fire powers. Uh, there's that storm lady. Who has storm powers. Yeah. Uh. Exactly. Um, and, uh, I, I think it is, uh, there, like, first of all, um, it, like, is pretty rare, um, that you get, I mean, there aren't a lot of, like, LGBT characters in comics, like, period. Um, it, it is, like, pretty rare that you get a character uh who has like already existed and been established for a long time and like people can't like ignore them and be like oh and they're gay now um and like i did see i saw some discussion like not I didn't want to like get too deep into like researching like people's reactions when this originally happened because I knew I would see a lot of uh bullshit (laughs) uh but I did see some discussion where people were like uh oh you know I wish he was bi it's like you know been a like he has dated women and like been like written as being attracted to women um and i would like to see like you know another like bi male character besides dakin who is like chaotic horny (laughs) um see and it's like the the thing is let's just take more x-men and also make them bi i yeah that, that solves it like my thing is i want to like I want to be as deliberate as possible when I say this. Um, there is, I've seen a few times, like, having a character who's revealed to be bi, um, like, Selena, uh, for example, um, you can be a bi woman and, uh, you know, still be, like, mainly interested in men and, like, primarily, like, you know, show interest in men 
and be in not a committed, I wouldn't say, but a long-term, very, very complicated relationship with a man. Um, and that doesn't make you any less of a bisexual person. And also I'm using, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying woman and man because the amount of non-binary characters in comics is even smaller. It's, it's abysmal. <laughs> it's like the, the... Probability of... of these two concepts intersecting is like basically non-existent. Uh, but if Selena was real, uh, I would be in full support of whatever her choices were as a bisexual woman. Selena, uh, except for maybe like you know the crimes. The crimes? No, I do support her crimes. Um, Selena as a fictional character um who is mostly written by men um having her be like i'm bi and then have like you know nothing materially change is i'm like okay are you doing this because you want to represent like bi women who are mostly date men or are you doing this because you want you know, to get credit for having a character be bi and then not really have to think about, you know, how you portray them or, like, the way that would affect how they view the world differently at all. Yeah. Um, like, does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And also, there's, okay. like, there's, like, no singular gay or bi experience. Yeah. So a lot of people can see themselves in, like, Bobby's experience. But also a lot of people can't. Yeah, exactly. So the solution is just to have more of them with a diverse <laughs> set of experiences. Yeah, weird. But comics is like, no, no, we have like, uh, three? Four? Something like that? It's, it's fine. It's we fine. Have, we have three LGBT points and we used them all up. Um, we have a small handful a, a a real just like smattering of of queer characters, <laughs> and that's enough, right? Yeah, it's like it's fine. No, no, um, no, more of them. No, more of them, because yeah. then you know you have the problem of if you do them dirty, everyone will be upset. <laughs> exactly. Um, that is to say. I do think there is, like, something to be said for them doing the Bobby thing in a way that's, like, d literally, you cannot avoid this. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a major part of his life, uh, and how he deals with it is going to be important. And, um, you can't pretend it didn't happen, so, womp womp. Uh... It is de it's not perfect representation, because there's no such thing as perfect representation, which is why you need many, many characters. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it was a pretty big deal, and I am proud of him out there. I hope he's doing his best. Just, uh, freezing things, just kissing boys, maybe. Yeah, the family business. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Bobby Drake, does he is gay? Does Bobby is gay? Yes. He is. Good for him. Good for him. I didn't read any comics. <laughs> every week, I'm like, maybe this week I'll read comics, and then I never do. <laughs> Maybe, maybe one of these weeks. Um, maybe. I, uh, read, uh, I read some more Invincible. Um, I plowed through another chunk of Invincible, and now I am once again waiting for the library to deliver me the next chunk. Um, but it said in transit today when I checked, so hopefully Ooh. it is in transit to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh... Invincible, very, very good, uh, making me very emotional, have to still, I, I wanna, 
trying to decide if I want to, I think I said this last time, trying to decide if I want to read all of it and then watch the show or if I want to kind of like dip into the show a little bit and then go back to reading it. Um, but I have not watched the show yet. Uh, I can't comment on the show, uh, but the comic is very, very good. Nice. You didn't need me to tell you, but it is very, very good. Uh, also, um, season four of Infinity Train comes out this week, and it's the last one, and everyone should go watch it and talk to me about it. Thank you. Um, that's, uh, that's not, that's not comics. That's just a quick little PSA from yours truly. Anyways, <laughs> if you want to see, uh, stuff about comics and also other PSAs, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Facebook, and Instagram, just under, uh, Capes and Japes. Uh, Twitter is where we post the most, but Tumblr... Hopefully we'll have that confusing Bobby photo set on it so we can all look at it together. Um, we have a Discord server. Um, if you want to join us there uh, and chat, you can also see the <laughs> the confusing Bobby photo set there. Uh, we have a Patreon if you are willing and able to support us, you know. No pressure, but if you do, you can uh, get bonus content, watch stuff, uh, pick what topics we talk about, um, and also we will think you are really, really cool, and we will tell you that. Um, we will also think that you're really, really cool if you leave a rating and or a review for the show, uh, if you tell your friends about it, if you think they'd be uh, interested, and if you just uh, keep keep on coming back. Oh, I forgot to say the email address. We have an email address. It's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Send us an email about something. I don't know. Uh, and yeah, anyways, thank you for joining us today on this uh, week's episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, freezing things and kissing boys. <laughs> It's the family business, baby. Uh.